0: Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everybody is staying safe and armed and prepared and calm as usual. I appreciate all of our listeners and our emails. I've been a lot of emails lately against the last couple of days, people asking me different stuff on various topics. And so thank you again for sending me those. I'm trying to stay as caught up on them as I possibly can. And a lot of people now are starting to realize apparently, uh, Kenneth Shaw, Wisconsin, the, uh, constitutional patriots over in that side of the country are not going to play any more games with these rioters and fire bombers as we've seen over the last couple days in wisconsin there have been i think over fifty businesses vandalized numerous of them burned to the ground including the uh... wisconsin department of correction building which i thought that was interesting but as of last night it appears that enough is enough Multiple rioters were shot, including two of them being killed. And what's interesting about it is the mainstream media has already tried to twist the narrative as numerous patriot militia groups were stationed on top of buildings, businesses, doing the best they could to protect their property and their lives. And apparently now what's happened is these groups have become so emboldened, and this is primarily because the mainstream media has actually almost endorsed it, so to speak, that they really think there are no consequences for their actions. So after three days of burning stuff down, uh, apparently they were getting a scuffle with one of the Patriots who was armed with an AR-15. And... Uh they were chasing him down, basically trying to beat him up again, apparently. And uh, he fell and uh, shot two of them. Then another one ran up. You can see the video. Ran up on him while he's on the ground with a rifle after he just shot two people and tries to basically, it looks like, curb stomp him, and he gets shot. Now, it's interesting about it, the one individual, the rioter, who was shot in the arm, The media has almost completely tried to ignore this. There's now photos of him after he was shot in the arm bleeding, and he is still carrying, it appears to be, a loaded revolver. So as he was chasing down this armed patriot, he was armed as well. So we're going to see how this plays out. But again, this is the thing I've told everybody. We, as a constitutional patriot group, are going to continue to try to maintain law and order. We're going to try to maintain constitutional values and we're going to try to maintain biblical principles but if you start going into areas and try to do great bodily harm to law-abiding citizens, this is not going to pan over well and apparently these groups have become so emboldened and so arrogant. They really think they truly believe there are no consequences to their actions because well quite frankly they have had none for the last six months. So thought I would touch base on that. I saw it very interestingly this morning. I hope this is a wake-up call to at least a lot of the groups and people that are getting involved in some of these terrorist organizations like BLM and Antifa, and they're just wanting to get into it to have fun or make a stance there's nothing wrong with peaceful protesting. I've said that before. That's a amendment in the Constitution. I mean, it's a, the First Amendment. You have the ability to speak your mind. But what you do not have the ability to do is deprive other people of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, including threatening them with great bodily harm or burning down their buildings and their homes. So just let that be a wake-up call. A lot of these kids are involved in this stuff. I've seen videos now. Of some of these groups. And I'll be honest with you, some of these kids that are in videos that are with these BLM groups, dude, they don't look much older than 16, 17, 18 years old. I mean, these guys are kids. I mean, they're little kids. And I mean, they're getting wrapped up with bad company. And as we know, bad company corrupts good character every single time. And so it appears a lot of these terrorist groups are trying to recruit these young, Angry kids Because I mean you know, Everybody knows You're 15, 16, 17 years old You know a lot of times You're just mad about stuff You're trying to figure out Who you are And how you fit Into this big world And they're prime To recruit to these groups for you know the social injustice I guess so to speak that they want to claim they have had. So again, make sure you understand if you're a parent, you have kids that are getting involved in this. Make sure you understand where they're going at night. So, I mean, a lot of these kids are out here running around two or three o'clock in the morning throwing Molotov cocktails. Not a good place to be, especially in Wisconsin, as we saw yesterday with the constitutional groups that are sick and tired of having their buildings burned to the ground. Dad.
1: Okay. Number one, uh, my deepest condolences to the families of the people in Wisconsin that are being shot, being killed, having their businesses burned, you know, and basically in a full-blown riot. Think through for a second here. How would you feel if this was in your neighborhood? Okay? We have these idiot police officers that won't stop shooting black people, right? Won't stop shooting white people. I mean, put that in there, too. And won't stop shooting Hispanic people for minor interactions, I talked about this in depth yesterday. And then we have police officers who say, well, the reason we do this is we're scared to death that they're going to shoot us first. And this guy was getting into a minivan. I'm, I'm speaking metaphorically here because I'm not sure what's going to be said about the guy getting shot up there. And we thought he was reaching for a weapon. Okay. Well, how about the guy you sat on his neck for almost 10 minutes and basically he died? Well, he had fentanyl on him. he'd have died anyhow. You don't know that. All right. We've got to understand the, a lot of this stuff, and I'm not speaking about any of these police officers that I'm talking about now, but in general, is being orchestrated and paid for by the Rothschild Banking Cartel through George Soros. He's paying these guys 15 20 $25 an hour and covering their court fees and their cost of getting out of jail to riot. That's why this isn't going away. That's why it's going to continue to go away as long as we allow the international bankers to do this. Now... This morning, interestingly enough, I have a person that I know. I consider him to be a friend. He's a black man. You say, well, why do you have to say he's black? He can't just be white. Okay, stop it. Okay, we're not going to go there. He's a black guy. Very, very, very smart, owns his own business. He's done some work for me in the past up in North Carolina. He now has his own company, his own business in Atlanta, and he's doing really well. Brilliant man, all right? But he's very, very angry as what's happening as far as these people being shot, these black people. And he's turned it into a white-black paradigm. And I'm going to play a recording. He sent me one of the audios. I'm not going to give you his name. I'm going to play you part of what he said this morning. And I want you guys to listen to what he says and realize that a lot of what he's saying is true. But a lot of it's because he's been programmed and made to believe a certain way. So I... Sent him the Myron Fagan audio tape, the two and a half hour tape that I said I put it, I posted on the website for you guys too, back from 1965 67, talking about the international banking cartels and how they took over the world, which everybody, hopefully, at this time has had a chance to listen to so we can all get on the same page on the show. Now, I don't know if he's listened to it again, but I said it to him again this morning. And I said, You have to understand that the fight here between the Patriots and the rioters or I should say the Patriots and the George Soros boys, this is exactly what Austin talked about yesterday. This is exactly what they did in the Russian Revolution. They had paid provocateurs that were paid for via the Rothschild banking cartels with Lenin and the gang to go back into Russia and to cause the overthrow of the Tsar and to have the Tsar killed. It also occurred with Stalin. Somebody's paying for this. Remember a few years ago, we were talking about the stuff that was going on in Afghanistan, the stuff that was going on in Syria, the stuff that was going on all over the Middle East, and they were all driving around in brand-new Toyota 4x4s with helicopters and gunships and all this other stuff. And also said, who's paying for this stuff for Antifa yep. or for the terrorists or for ISIS or whatever name the Rothschild Banking Cartel wants to put on these people this time? Now... Let me go play this for you, then I'm going to comment on it. I'm not going to give you any names here on who this individual is. The band's brilliant, and he's black, and here's his take on it. You need to hear this. The problem, Ted, is, you know, I understand all that, but, but you and your son were able to make it home safe.
2: There's black kids out here that's not making it home because of the injustice in this country. I mean... That's just happened in Wisconsin nobody's talking about the other African American uh, here in Atlanta that was pulled over for marijuana and they thought he was reaching for a gun and it killed him I mean black mothers are grieving every day the police talk about they live in fear when they come to our communities but we live in fear of the police I mean it's enough that we have to watch over our backs for criminals in our own neighborhood which is sad that we can't come together because I'm pretty sure that if us black Americans come together this right here this will not be happening this will not be happening if we all as black Americans come together as one but we can't do that because it's just like one of my business partner who wanted to come into business with me. He wanted 50% of my business, but he has a job already and a 401k plan and he, he feels like since I don't give him 50% of the business that he can't help me. I told him that's fine. I built this thing with $600. With $600. I got over 28000 in the account now because of of my hustle identification and, and it's sad that we can't come together as one and I understand that, uh, that you, you don't think this is a black and white thing well it is it is definitely a black and white thing
1: okay guys I want you to pay really close attention to what he said this is the mindset they really believe it's a black and white thing the media And the Democratic Party now has basically pushed this into the hearts and the minds of the black community now. It's like Costa said a few minutes ago. They've been doing this now for six, seven months. And now there's not just black people riding. There's also white people riding. But nothing's being done to them. They're not being put in jail. The charges are being dropped. They're not being prosecuted. They're nothing. And they're going from one location to another location and being busted in or being flown in, or however George Soros wants to take them, on private planes or private boats or private yachts or private whatever, buses, they're being brought in for this. These are paid provocateurs. Same thing they did with the socialists in Russia when the communists took over. Now this young gentleman that I know up in Atlanta now, who has his own business, who's doing very well, who's black, is extremely smart, and so I'm doing the best I possibly can to give him other information other than what he's been belie led to believe. Now, think about what I'm doing. People say, Well, why are you doing this, Ted? The guy sounds like he's, you know, going through the black white narrative and that's all he cares about. No, that's not all he cares about. If you listen, he wants to have protection for his children, children's children, in his own community, and he doesn't have it. And here I told him this morning when we took Jesus Christ out of the school system and we took the great I am out of the school system 60 years ago, this is what we get. Because now we don't have a unifying belief in Jesus Christ. Now we have diverse interest groups that have broken into factions that are basically fighting each other, that are causing massive division and pushing the United States towards a civil war. Because here's what's going to happen. and You saw it last night in Wisconsin. You push the patriot people enough and you want to go burn their businesses or you want to curb stop them or whatever you want to do to them, they're going to shoot you. I don't care how benign a dog is. If you put them in the corner and start poking them with a stick, they're going to start biting the stick. And sooner or later, this is going to happen. The patriots are not just Christian people, guys. There are a lot of people that are hardcore heathen, that have been in the military, that know how to use weapons, that are basically they don't have a moral compass to guide them with Christ, who are willing to go out and kill the opposition if they're provoked or if they feel deadly force is going to be used against them. And they'll do it in a second without even any remorse. They're not thinking about it from a Christian standpoint about walking in love. There's a lot of patriots like that. And a lot of patriots that are Christians. The vast majority of patriots of the United States are the love of God and country and of Jesus. Still. And that's the only thing holding the fabric together. Because if we continue to take God out of our culture, which is what these Kabbalists, remember, Kabbalah slash communism slash communism. George Soros slash Rothschild it's all the same they're not mutually exclusive they're all together working in the same group they want to break us up in the individual factions so we're easier to defeat if the American Indian had not been broken up into tribal areas, you know, the Cheyenne and the Cherokee and all the rest of them, if they had been just a giant group of people here in the United States who were all under one, group, one level of leadership, it would have been very difficult for the United States to come in, send in the cavalry, and kill a bunch of Indians 100, 200 years ago because they had, had a unified purpose and group when the tribes got together. We used to all be in the same tribe. It didn't matter if you were a Jew, a German a Russian, a Frenchman, it didn't make any difference. You were an American when you came through Ellis Island and you basically swore an oath to the United States, became a citizen, and learned what the Constitution said. That's what we were. They couldn't leave it like that. They had to find a way to come in and break us in individual groups. And, and Obama, the King of gay weirdo that he was, well, if you- You want to be a transgender and you want to pretend like you're a woman, you can use a woman's bathroom with little girls. It's all right. Okay, let's break another segment off. Well, if you want to be a homosexual like I was at the bathhouses up there in Chicago before I went into Congress, and everybody knows, ha ha ha, I'm married to a man, her name is Michael, and she's got a penis. Everybody knows that. But you don't know if you want to go ahead and be a homo like me you can go ahead and be that and nobody's going to say it because it's going to be a hate crime because we're going to do whatever we want to do to break you up into all these little subcategories because that's what we want to do. I'm King Obama. See, that's what we have going on for eight years. And now Trump is pushed the narrative that patriots are over here and those other guys are over there. So now instead of him bringing us together as American citizens, I love all of you. He hasn't done that. He has not been a unifying factor. He's caused massive division. And he's done it on purpose because he's controlled via the Rothschild banking cartel, which wants this. He's a chaos agent. And he's going to win the election for all you guys that are all, I can't believe you're saying bad things about Donald Trump. Okay, I'm not going to go there. If you listen to the show on a regular basis, I have become pretty much apolitical on the national level because I believe it's all fixed. That's my opinion. You guys can do what you want to do. If you want to go vote for Trump, go vote for Trump. I don't care what you do as far as well, your vote. That's why we're Americans and we have freedom of speech and we have the freedom to vote for who we want to. Or do we? Or do we? Maybe that whole that election machine was put there for a reason. So, I mean, so ask yourself these questions. And I'm not telling you what to do. All I'm trying to do is say, think about the narrative that you're being told. We came together under Donald Trump four years ago. We did. I mean, I had a huge sign in my yard. And I basically decided that I was going to do everything I could to promote Donald Trump on this show because he was going to make America great again. He's going to preach nationalism. And boy, has that turned into a parody against him from the left. Now it's going to be, well, Donald Trump did this. We hate Donald Trump, blah, 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 blah. These Democratic governors have gone in and shut their cities down Shut their, countries, shut their states down. They've destroyed all of these businesses, many of them owned by Democrats. And the governors did it to them. They're out of business. They're bankrupt now. And they hate Donald Trump because they're Democratic governors shutting their business down. Are you not even understanding what you're saying? Trump didn't do that. Now, don't get me wrong. Trump shut the country down because of Dr. Fauci, who's another Rothschild puppet, Bill Gates, Soros, cutout puppet. He did that because he was told to. And we're under, about, we're basically under, you know, basically a whole law now that he did as far as state of emergency with the United States, you know, under FEMA, which is a real bad place to be by, by the way. And so we're now seeing what they want. Remember, I warned you guys, and I'm not trying to be some kind of prophet of doom here, all right? The, 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 the cabalists that run this world. The high priestess of their religion and, and females, the female priestesses, and the men priests, and all of the things that, like, that's why they leave Hillary Clinton alone. She's real high level up in that. Okay? And she's the real high level Sabbatean witch. I'm not making this up, all right? I've posted it many times on the health news, like, on oh, the articles. You know, she's a Sabbatean witch from Sabbatean Zivi. She's a Kabbalist, is what she is. She's a Kabbalist witch. They don't. Won't touch her because they know she's protected by these entities. That's why she walks free. That's why she says whatever she wants to say, goes wherever she wants to go, and does whatever she wants to do. Did it didn't make any difference? Also said that she's got a trial coming up in September. Chances are she won't be there. Chances are something bad's going to happen to prevent her being there. And remember, the, these guys believe in the zodiac. I'm going to tell you this again. They believe in Mars. You know these these the zodiac signs, God of War. And they they believe in, in Scorpio and all the other things that they believe in. And October and November, from their standpoint, their spells are going to have the strongest abilities in October and November. And they're going to push this narrative really, really hard towards this election. October and November are going to be a really wild two months for us. And if we can make it through, through the power of – the blood of the Lord, of our Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. If we can get through this as a nation and enough Christians stand together in aggregate and continue to pray, the nation will go through intact. If it doesn't and Trump wins, which he will win, if they continue to push their narrative, there's a real high probability that what we saw in Wisconsin last night with the shootings and the killings And the curb stompings will come to a neighborhood near you. And let's pray that doesn't happen. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you that the people who live in this country, that their hearts and their minds and their spirits are opened. And they can see the lie. I pray for my friend up there in Atlanta, who basically really believes in this parody of this whole black-white paradigm and what they've done to us. It's not about being black it's not about being white lord it's about jesus so we know that help the people to realize that help them to see that father i love you i appreciate you too i station angels all around everybody listening today i plead the blood of christ over everyone and i put a hedge of thorns around all of us for your protection lord in jesus name i pray austin
0: what do you think bud well that was well said and that's what i told you before the show you know hillary allegedly has this uh Court appearance on September 9th. I think she has a deposition, and uh, some of it's addressing the email servers and deletion of emails. And I've said this numerous times. I'll be like, "Oh, this is it. This is it." I said, "This isn't it. This isn't anything with her." I said, "This she'll she'll never go to court if she does. It'll be one of these. Oh, I don't remember anything." I said, but quite frankly, I don't think she's going to end up showing up. I said, "That's what I think. I think something's going to happen September 9th on a Wednesday. So be prepared. And I've said this repeatedly in the next coming weeks. Right now." Be very, very alert in everything that's going on, especially when you're out in your daily lives. So that's why I encourage everybody, be, you know, the situational awareness that America used to have we're a very self-sufficient country. We're a very alert country. Now everybody's got their faces buried in their phones when they go out in public settings. Everybody's in a stupor half the time. They're just, oh, I need to get this. Now the mask have everybody preoccupied. Everybody's all scurrying around, doesn't want to look at anybody, and it's made it a ripe, <laughs> ripe situation for criminals and people to come into areas and not have their faces seen. And, uh, you know, these are things that are really starting to go along the lines of complete and total When you start telling people they have to wear a mask in public settings, when you know in a lot of areas the masks have already been used for criminal behavior. So be aware of that as well as all these things continue to go down the line. And it's like I said a minute ago before Dad started, these groups that are being funded – through basically a communist agenda. As I said this repeatedly, I'm going to say it again, if you have not looked up the details on this, the Bolshevik Revolution started in 1917 in Russia. Look at the paralleling similarities that we have right now with that exact same situation. You had the St. Louis Circuit Court attorney, Kim Gardner, who filed charges against the McCloskeys who walked outside into their yard on their property with legal firearms because a mob of over 300 people kicked in their gate into their private community that said no trespassing, and they were charged criminally now, and they're still fighting. That's an ongoing criminal case against them now, felony charges, for walking outside with firearms. And a lot of people have said, well, Ms. McCloskey, the woman, she basically did not handle her firearm appropriately. She was waving it around. And I said, absolutely. I fully agree with you. She was careless with a firearm, but nobody was shot. Nobody was injured. She walked out there and, quite frankly, was notably scared, as you can see in the video, as would most people be when you walk out your house and there's 300 people on the sidewalk in front of your home screaming and yelling and making threats at you with bullhorns. We're still right now. You're going to come out armed. Any American patriot's going to come out armed, or you're going to take a defensive position. That's the only thing that I did not agree with. A lot of they did is they kind of came out and were very exposed. Where if there was a gunfight. And somebody in the crowd did have a firearm. They would not have any place to get cover or concealment at all. And so that's something you have to think about when you're in that situation. I've told this to people before. People, some people think I'm weird. Everybody, my friends are that were in the military that have been in law enforcement. They've actively helped me with this in looking at areas. Next time you're outside of your house, look at your home and look at different positions while you're outside of your home and inside of your home. In the event. That you had a violent armed group of people basically storm your property. I mean that sincerely. Look at windows, look at walls, look at areas that basically can provide cover. The thing about it is cover and concealment are two different things, and most people don't know this. But people that have been in law enforcement or military know this. Concealment can be something like drywall. You're behind drywall. Nobody can see you. You're concealed. That doesn't mean a handgun or a rifle round isn't going to tear right through that drywall and hit you. Cover is completely different. Different. That's a solid object. That's something you can use for cover to get behind and return fire if you're being shot at, such as a brick wall. Now, obviously, it has an extent on the thickness of the wall. If it's poured solid, if you have different types of concrete in it, what it may be. But just understand those things. And because if you're at your home and you have to defend yourself, you don't want to be out on the front lawn directly engaging somebody. Not even from just a legal standpoint. I'm talking about from a full-blown tactical standpoint, because if you have hundreds of people and you get in a gunfight, the likelihood that you're going to get shot is very, very high if you have no cover. Just be aware of that It's kind of a tidbit But back to what I said before This is obviously A directed communist approach To what they're doing This is a Marxist revolution We're experiencing here In the United States Nothing like we've ever Experienced before I mean you had the same thing Over in uh, Portland Where you had District Attorney Mike Schmidt I told you guys Remember he came out What two weeks ago And said that he will not Be prosecuting anyone Basically that's uh, protesting As long as they're not Directly engaged in like Violent criminal behavior If it's trespassing if it's harassment, if it's any of these other things, they're not going to be charged. If they get arrested, they will have full charges dropped against them. Well, as I said before, what does that tell people that are basically out and about looting and rioting and are basically getting paid to go do this? He's basically telling them, hey, we know you're getting paid by Soros or some type of facet of Soros to do this. We know you're trying to push our communist agenda. So, hey, we're covering your butt. If you get caught doing this, we're going to drop the charges. So realize there's not going to be any recourse. Get as aggressive, get as militant, and get as hostile as you want to get. There's not going to be any consequences to your actions. And it's sad to see what happened in Wisconsin that it's going to that. But people seem to realize that they're starting Starting to levy on both sides, this and the same thing that Dad's friend said on, on the uh, the phone call a few minutes ago that he played. This is what's happening to most people. It's becoming a black-white narrative. This is exactly what it was designed to do. It was designed to keep people at one another. Remember, I told you guys yesterday, I said, it's funny how it has to be a black versus cop narrative. It has to be a white versus black, a white, black versus white, a Hispanic versus white. All these different narratives that are getting worse now in the entire country are being perpetuated further and further by the mainstream media. And then, ironically enough, these groups that are being driven by these communist funding, so to speak. They're going in and they're rioting and firebombing. And then groups in the same community that may be black or white or whatnot are getting involved in other stuff, and they're saying we're in fear, we're having these issues. Well, but they're at the same time supporting the groups that are rioting and firebombing these areas, which are causing more strife and hostility through their communist actions. It's a vicious circle that's going around, and people have to realize going around and threatening people burning down cities, burning down businesses, telling people you're going to kill them, beating people half to death, dragging them out of their vehicles, is not going to stop the, I guess, incessant shootings or violent incidences that are occurring to a certain, to, towards a certain race. It's only going to make it worse. But wait, we already know that. We already know that's the communist approach. So be aware and realize what's really happening, so to speak. Now I had another email from a lady out in California, who's basically friends with a teacher out there, and she was shocked to learn that the school systems now are starting to mandate training that includes material on what is called critical race theory. Now, if anybody has done research on critical race theory, that was founded by... Karl Marx. And it essentially argues that data, facts, and scientific method are essentially whiteness and inherently racist. There was another uh, teacher that I think came out. It was one of these liberal states that said almost the exact same thing a few months ago. Well, now apparently California is starting to implement small segments of this into the uh, public school system. And she said basically a couple weeks ago before school started, they had training and they obviously had training on race relations like they do in schools over there. And she basically said they opened up the training document, and across one of the uh, titles on it was critical race theory. And essentially what it states, if you look up critical race theory, which was brought to light by Karl Marx, it states that facts, data, and scientific method are in fact white concepts. So if you use facts or data to disprove an argument against a black person or any person basically that's so-called oppressed... You are proving that you are racist because, again, facts and data are "quote" the result of whiteness. So, if somebody comes to you and they say, "Hey, this is this is this is this is what we're doing," you know, two plus four equals eighty-six, you go, "That's that's that's not accurate." I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna have to correct you on that. We need to learn this. Well, you can't tell me that. That's you're now racist for telling me I'm wrong. This was put into place early by the Common Core. The Common Core started a lot of this. I had a good friend of mine that works in Lakeland at a company. They basically did, uh... Semi truck transports. So they would load up large amounts of different material, and they'd ship it across the country. He was like the loading dock manager, and uh, he kept getting reprimanded. He had complaints filed against him, against other employees, because he basically was writing up employees. A lot of them were black; some of them were white. For basically mispulling product. Which, if you know, if you're in the distribution industry, like I am, and other people are, uh, when you mispick a product, it is a logistical nightmare. If you're supposed to have twelve. Cases of beans put on a pallet, and you have eighteen cases of rice put on a pallet to go to that area. Uh, you have a very significant problem on the manifest when it shows up to the warehouse well, so he was riding up individuals for basically mispicking, having gross mistakes, and his manager brought him in, and we said, "Listen, he goes everything that 's going on right now i 've basically been told by my higher ups you 're not allowed to reprimand anybody if they 're basically of color and he goes. Well, what about any white people that make mistakes? He goes, well, yeah, if they have that problem, Then you can basically say something to them. He goes, but because of everything right now, uh, we're told that we're not allowed to reprimand them if they're, if they're black, if they're of color. And he goes, so basically, if they pull 12 cases of beans and it's supposed to be 18 cases of rice, I tell them that was wrong and they have to fix it, they basically are complaining to you. He said, yeah, and he goes, if they keep doing that, I'm going to have to suspend you you have to suspend me for trying to make sure. He goes, well, yeah. He goes, if they make a mistake, you need to go in and fix it. He goes, I'm the loading dock manager, and if they pull something wrong, I have to go in and not tell them they did it wrong. I have to go back in and re it and fix it. And he said, yeah, pretty much that's what we're telling everybody they have to do right now. And he said, well, guess what? Here's a great idea, and congratulations. Uh, you're about to be promoted or find a new loading dock manager. I quit. Goodbye. He left. said, I'm done put in a formal resignation, quit, ended up getting a job basically at a uh construction company selling garage doors and actually is doing better than he was before. And uh, he told me it's crazy, Austin. He goes, the level of racial politics and divide that are in being exasperated right now intentionally to push this communist agenda because he's real awake. And I said, yeah, I said, because here's the issue we run into it. The more it gets brought to this, oh, it's white and it's black, it's white and it's black, this is bad, this is bad. That's what Dad said, and I said the same thing. A lot of these riders were white. And the guy that got shot in the arm that was carrying the pistol in Wisconsin last night was white. So you have to ask yourself, what is really being done behind the scenes, and what is it doing to you? Are you allowing it to control your mind and the way you perceive things? Are you taking a step back and looking at it and saying, hey, the line that is drawn for me is I don't care if you're white, black, brown, purple, pink, blue. If you come towards my family or my place of business with intent to do me bodily harm, I am going to engage you directly. I've let people know that right now. I don't care what it is, what reason you're doing it. It doesn't matter if you basically are a white supremacist and you think I'm not white supremacist, and I'm not. So you basically are going to come and shoot me. I'm going to engage you. That's where the line is drawn. But getting on this left-right paradigm, cops are bad, but blacks are bad. But you can't support blacks if you support cops. You can't support whites if you don't support blacks. This whole thing is asinine, and it's done intentionally to cause as much disharmony as possible. That's why I saw that video yesterday, the, the restaurant. There's two white couple were sitting there, and this black mob descended on the outside congregation who was sitting there, told everybody they had to raise their fist, the communist fist that now represents the terrorist group BLM. And the two why do I couple windows? I'm not raising my fist. I'm eating. Leave me alone. They got in their faces, started screaming and cussling and belittling them because they would not raise their fist like everybody else. My friends, that is mob rule. It doesn't matter if it's black, white, or Hispanic or Chinese people that come towards you and tell you you have to raise your fist because they tell you to do so. That is tyranny by a mob rule. And that is something we can never allow to capitulate or be capitulating in the United States. And the sad part about it was this is the embarrassing part. Every other table in the entire outside patio raised their fist in submission to this because they were told to do so. That is an embarrassment to American culture because Dad said before, this is America still. You have the right to make your own choice, and you have the right to make your own beliefs, and you still have the right to speak your mind. Do not ever silence yourself or mute your opinion or change your beliefs or convictions because somebody tells you you have to do so. That's why I've said on this show hundreds of times, make your own decisions. I bring up health topics all the time on the show. i got some more that I'm about to bring up here in a minute. Bring your own decisions. Ideas and your own concerns to the table and test them. What is this going on? What is that going on? Is a vaccine something that I want to inject in my body? Is this something I want to expose my children to? Please understand you have the right to make your own decision. If you want to do that and you want to engage with that, that is your choice. But there are consequences. And the same goes the other way. If you want to go another direction, that's your choice. But there are consequences. Everybody has the right to freedom of will. Just remember there are consequences on both sides of it, Dad.
1: You know, Austin, that was really well said. I, I, You know, there's always consequences, right? You know, I mean, from doing what's right. I mean, again, the reason that everybody raised their black communist fists was because everybody's been programmed to lick the boot in the United States except for the patriots and the people that are awake. Well, yeah, I can't believe I just said that. But that's why. That's why everybody's wearing masks. That's why they they're, everybody's wearing masks. People are wearing masks and parking lots. People are wearing masks in their cars with the windows rolled up with the recirculation air on by themselves. They're in the car by themselves wearing masks. There's nobody even in the car. Are they trying not to infect themselves? I mean, what kind of insanity have we established in the United States? Years ago, I'm get, I've never told you guys this, but I'm, you know, 40 years ago I was a college professor. And I'd gotten out of college at Florida State and, and I decided I wanted to teach and I, I got a position up there and and I, and I, It was at uh, Tallahassee Community College, and I taught there for two years. Now, the first semester, I did really good, and I really enjoyed it. It had great student reviews, great student reviews. It had several classes. Well, the following semester, they gave me even more classes. And I like a part-time adjunct. I wasn't making much money, like 240 bucks a month per class or something like that. It wasn't much. Of course, this was 40 years ago. It's probably equivalent of $1,000 now. And I remember if a student would basically fail the class, I'd give them an F. Imagine that. So if they had like a 20 at the end of the semester or whatever, they'd get an F. I had students that would have basically true-false questions on the exam that they would leave blank. So finally I was so fed up with this because no one ever taught these kids probability that I would go in there with a quarter. And I'd say, okay, it's true-false, heads or tails. You know, make your head true. Like, fails, false. So I flipped the coin, and I'd drop a thing. And then I would show them from a probability standpoint, they had a 50% chance of getting the answer. Just put something down. And they still, of course, they couldn't answer short answer essays, many of them. And I made the mistake. I didn't care if they were black or white or Hispanic. I didn't care what they were. If they got an F in the class, they got an F. Well, I didn't understand that a lot of these kids were... Allowing the school to get government subsidies. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. Nobody bothered to sit down and explain that to me because you know back was forty years ago, I didn't think about stuff like that back in nineteen eighty. And so eighty one, it was eighty one. And so finally, they tell me they say, "Well, we don't have any teaching positions for you after the first year." I'd say, "What do you mean?" Because I was really enjoying this. And they said, uh, "Well, professor, we're sorry, but we're going to have to go ahead and you know let you know that we don't have anything here. But if you'd like," you could teach at the Federal Correctional Institute, the prison in Tallahassee, which was at that point a man's prison. And I'm like, what do you mean it's a prison? Well, we have college classes that we offer the inmates at the prison. So you can go over there and teach if you'd like. Well, you know, I did that for, I think either one semester, I think two semesters I taught at the prison. And I thought to myself, I wonder why that happened. And I could tell you prison stories, but I'm not going to do that. some crazy ones over there. But the reality was, I didn't realize, in my opinion right now, this is what I believe 40 years later, that they were losing the government subsidies for a lot of these students who were failing because they were dropping out of the program, dropping out of school, and they couldn't pass. And then I found out later that a lot of these kids got passed. They got D's. They got D's in the classes. They graduated with degrees, and they became teachers who couldn't read or write or do math. Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard of stuff like That's what happens. When we allow ourselves to believe that 2 plus 2 is 84, because it's a white privilege, a racist concept of mathematics and reasoning, and to use fact, at that point we become lost because we lose Western civilization. We lose the Renaissance. We lose Michelangelo. We lose Da Vinci. We lose everything. Heck, we lose music. Music is all math. We lose everything. So we go back to this savage mentality of let's take their stuff because they have more stuff than we have, and we don't like them having more stuff than us, so we're going to go take their stuff. And that's where we are in the United States. Because of affirmative action. Because of a common core. Because of King Ovomit. We have put ourselves into a position where now we have the politics of envy And the politics of envy. you know, these politics, these plurals, are running the country. Well, you're black. Well, you're white. Well, you're Hispanic. Well, you're communist. You're socialist. You're a Republican. You're a Democrat. You're a libertarian. And we have all of these things that have broken us up into little bitty pieces, just like they wanted to do and here we are so guys here's the thing come together through christ come together through the unity of the spirit that's the only solution to any of this stuff see they know that that's why they've gone full tilt against christianity look at this nausea mess that we've had with that wicked falwell and his wicked wife and their wicked relationships with the guy who they ended up buying a hostel that's pro-homosexual down there and homosexual-friendly with a bar using money you know, that was originally obtained somehow through Liberty University. What a sick mess that I've talked about for the last two days. But the good news is he's actually resigned now from Liberty. I guess he didn't get the golden parachute that he wanted. Who knows? The point is this. We have to come together under Christ under the unity of the Holy Spirit through Jesus. That's it. For he is the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith. Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican or a Libertarian or a Communist or whatever. If you come together through the unity of the Spirit, God will write his laws on your heart and you'll know that abortion is wrong. You'll know that drunkenness is wrong. You'll know that that adultery is wrong. You'll know that stealing and cheating and all the other things are wrong, because the Holy Spirit lets you know that, and we'll come together in unity. Now we can have different opinions on stuff. You can say, "Well, my favorite color is red." You can say, "My favorite color is blue." You say, "My favorite color is yellow," and who cares? We all have the right to do that. But what we don't have a right to do, take somebody else's stuff and to steal and to rob and kill and destroy, which is what Lucifer does remember he comes to rob, kill, steal and destroy and the Kabbalists worship this clown and that they've allowed them now to take over the planet through their fiat money systems and so all of this stuff that you see is because of that because of what he's done what Lucifer has done, what evil has done and how it has permeated the planet remember Jesus warned us he said, as it was in the days of Noah, Noah so shall it be upon my return and remember he- Elon Musk, he said he was summoning the demon with AI. That's his words, not mine. Now he's unveiling unveiling a neural program with real-time neuron demonstration this week. And he hopes to have have voices in your head soon. (laughs) And they're telling you what they're going to do. He's telling you what he's going to do. It's AI, guys. It's artificial intelligence. Hooked to a D-wave computer with an interdimensional interface through scalar waves to lucifer himself. They tell you they don't even know how d D-wave computer works because it's alien technology given to us <laughs> the fallen angels or their derivatives of their whatever they are now, the benign d Nephilim, who have this knowledge from these interdimensional entities. And now here we are and nobody's talking about 5G right now and all of these towers getting installed everywhere and this neural link which is about to be enabled and, and chips coming in through vaccines. We talk about it, but the mainstream media doesn't. But yet we're being held at bay by the circus clown show of the Republican National Convention and the Democratic National Convention and that mummy Pelosi, you know, and Donald Trump with the Kabbalist daughter in law. I'm sorry, the Kabbalist son in law and the Kabbalist daughter that worshiped Lucifer. <laughs> you can't even make this stuff up. I mean if you, this is a horrible script. But yeah, people just ignore all of that. And then you got Donald Trump talking about Q this week. Oh my gosh, is that empowered these clowns? Oh my gosh. Oh he's come out, he's acknowledged us. Oh, oh no. Q is a CIA, Operation Mockingbird, Psychop. And then you get all these natural uh these these these, uh, these alt media people who have now capitulated to Operation and Mockingbird, oh yeah, I can give you a list of names right now that I believe are personally involved in who are on the payroll, who all they want to do is promote fear porn. I'm telling you guys, it ain't about fear. It's about power and love and a solid mind through the unity of the Spirit through Jesus Christ. That's the hope that we have in Christ. But they don't talk about that stuff. It's all fear, 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 fear. And I absolutely can't stand it. Now, Kushner's <laughs> Transactional Middle East strategy is already showing strain in news now that Trump's son-in-law baked the sale of U.S. weaponry into the UAE deal, United Arab Emirates, that has been called a betrayal by the Israelis. No, it hasn't. The Israelis are the one they put together. They've got to pretend like they're on the other side or they're getting hosed. That's what this is because they're running the show through the Rothschild banking cartel. Benjamin Netanyahu notice, is still in power. Angela Merkel's still in power. Oh, remember, they're both going to be kicked out a year or two years ago. They're both leaving. No, Benjamin Netanyahu is going to be under massive indictment. No, he's not. He's a Kabbalist. And there's a high probability that Angela is a Kabbalist, too, because she's a hardcore communist. She was raised in East Germany. And you know, in Kabbalah and communism, it's, they're all kind of synonymous, right? So, who runs the planet? Think through all of this stuff. And that's like I also said the other day. Do you really think that this whole thing's going to end with... The coronavirus on top, on top of everything else, on top of these elections that are going on right now, we got the coronavirus. You got to laugh, guys. You got you to joke a little bit about this. I mean, on top of everything else, people are coming to conventions now wearing masks. Just you know, figures are walking around wearing masks until they get on the platform, and it's just it's unbelievable that they actually. And I, yesterday, I was at I was at Greenwise, which is the alternative of it's the alternate to you know to Whole Foods here in like Florida, made by Publix. And uh, you know, I was talking to one of the employees, and I said, "You know she's wearing a mask, and she said, uh, "I said, "You know these masks don't work she says yeah I know." and she goes, "The only hope we have is in Christ. The employees said that i said that's exactly right That, that is exactly right. You see, the whole thing about it is if we don't have that relationship with God, if we don 't have that relationship with Christ, nothing else matters. There's another really good article here today that i 'm going to post on the website, Columbia Journalism." review explains how the Gates Foundation manipulates the media, media narrative. You need to read this. But remember, it's not the Gates. It's the Rothschilds. They always use these cutouts. Very, very important that you understand that. And we also need to realize too that we're having absolutely horrible economic damage right now to the United States infrastructure as far as businesses and small businesses all over the country. That's going to really speed up now that this extra money giving to these people has gone way down, which is, again, creating more conflict and more chaos. You really want to have a bunch of conflict and chaos going off in October, November? You get people hungry. You get people where they can't feed their children. You're going to see conflict and chaos. That's what they want. By the way, there's also a heat blob, supposedly, now that's speeding up the demise of the Arctic sea ice. This is all that methane stuff that's basically breaking up and coming out of the sea bottoms and all the other stuff that's happening, according to Dane Whittington. In March, soon after arriving aboard the a German icebreaker frozen in the Antarctic Sea, Jennifer Hutchinson's watch as ice broke up around the ship weeks earlier than expected. Even as scientists on the research crew scrambled to keep field instruments from plunging into the ocean, Hutchings, who studies ice deformation at Oregon State University, couldn't suppress a thrill at seeing the crack up as she had spotted a, different type of bird while she's on the ship (laughs) she's going to focus on the bird she sees as the earth heats up and ice starts to melt guys the entire planet's being terraformed via geoengineering you know and nobody wants to talk about that Donald Trump hasn't mentioned that has he Q people hey Q people yeah you guys the ones that were waiting for the five million four hundred eighty-three thousand indictments that have never happened oh he's going to do that in the second term now that's what I've heard or the one hundred eighty-six thousand, or whatever it is, it's some new nonsense, you know, you know, hypothetical hyperbole number they've come up with. Guys, think about it. It's about Christ. It's about Jesus. It's about doing what's right in God's eyes. Not band the mainstream narrative. Don't don't lick the boot. Don't don't wear the mask. Don't even. And if you're forced to in a public setting, you know, as far as getting your driver's license or whatever. Complain, 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 complain. Or just hold the mask in front of your nose, move it around. Just be be obnoxious with it. Just say, I don't like this, and I I just don't just sit there and say it's okay. Don't do that. <laughs> you don't have a spirit of timidity, but a power of love and a sound mind through Christ. Speak your word, promote Jesus. Tell the people the truth. Hey, I love you guys. I got to pray for you today. I want to thank you so much. For getting your multiple vitamins from us, and your toothpaste from us, and your purple sticks from us, and all the things that you do to support the show, if if we didn't have your support and your prayers, we couldn't be here. Because you've put a hedge of thorns and a protection around this that I really really appreciate.
0: I love you guys. Austin, awesome. go ahead and finish it up. Well, that's that's really well said, and I mean this, and this is why I also continue to tell everybody. On top of all this going on right now, look at where our privacy is starting to go, and that's something that, in times of turmoil and chaos, we tend to think we excuse me we tend to forget about. A lot of times we don't take our privacy seriously anymore, and it's, it's slowly been stolen from us year after year, especially since 2011. The last 20 years, we've lost more privacy in this country pretty much than the entire span, in my opinion, since the inception of the country, and you know, the Constitution to current day. I mean, when you actually look and do your research with the inception of Homeland Security, with NSA, with all this stuff, and the internet, everything now you do as monitor. something I wanted to bring up this is why I encourage everybody I was telling another friend about him the other day on his social media apps on his phone I said turn off your permissions please turn them off this is why you're getting ads all the time because they're listening to you and he goes on a bunch of his social media apps boom microphone on boom camera on boom media on watching all of it every single thing you do say or look at any time around your phone they automatically take it and they can do whatever they want with it now I'm not saying they still don't do it even when you turn them off what I'm saying is from a legality standpoint it makes it much more difficult you got to remember once they take all that data and you give them permission they compile it they add it and they add it and they add it this is why Everybody, if you've noticed this, and I've had numerous people tell me this, and I've even tried it just kind of playing around with it. If you're around your phone and you start saying different things and talking about different topics and products, and your phone has those app permissions on, you'll start seeing ads for them on your phone. This is not done by accident. And now we see that Amazon has had over three thousand subpoena requests for smart speaker user data from police just this year alone. This is from an article from Wired. It was posted on Zero Hedge. They said even more stunning is the police complied with the police request. Excuse me, Amazon complied with a police request. They said this number marks a 72% increase in the type of request from the same period just four years ago. This is interesting because they said now police can continue to collect data on one's electronic device like a phone an Alexa or any type of smart device and lead them to another smart home speaker simply by amending each search warrant. So they can take a warrant on a phone and they can amend it and apply it to inside of your home. Guys, listen what I'm telling you. This is why I told you don't have these smart speakers in your stinking house. Alexa and all this stuff. I mean, is it really that difficult to have to actually go put in a song or click in a song or put in a CD, God forbid? <laughs> I still have tons of CDs and DVDs. I still use them. I like them. They're private. And so, you know, no Internet connection needed. And so this is what's going on now. They're going to say here that while well, Amazon said that any number of entities can request the data, they will prioritize it based on the agency. Things like Homeland Security, they're going to take high priority. Other law enforcement agencies will come right after that. They said officials value the data on smart speakers because it can offer a timeline of persons' activities, their location, if they're alone and verify statements made during questioning. Do you hear what they're saying here? They're using this as alibis now. They're using warrants to spy on your home products that listen to you so they can go in and verify whether or not you're telling them the truth you want to talk about a full invasion of your privacy my goodness folks wake up and see what's going on please stand your ground on this and use some wisdom you don't need these things sitting in your house you don't need these smart devices floating around your office or your home there's no need for them same thing when you get new appliances look at the appliances I know when I had to buy a new fridge for our house that we moved into about a month ago that we've been building for a year and a half. Finally got it finished, moved in, so much nicer to be in the house. And we got the fridge, and so we landed on this big, fancy fridge, we were looking at online. line. And I, said, I looked at it, and sure enough, it's Smart Connect. You hook it up to the internet, and it connects right up to everything. I'm like, no, 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 there's plenty of stainless fridges out there that are nice, reasonably priced, they don't have to do that. I said, why do we need our fridge to connect to the internet? What on God's green earth do I need my fridge to connect to the internet for? I need it for one thing. That's to keep my food free or frozen or cool as I need it before I cook it. That's it. I don't need my fridge to tell me how low on organic milk I am. I don't need my fridge to tell me if I need more ground beef. It's completely and totally pathetic. Americans have become this lazy. We're willing to accept these things in our house, even when we know they fully invade our privacy. So again, my friends, Wake up, do what you need to do right now, stay prepared, stay healthy, stay alert, stay training. We've A couple of my friends and I, we've been training very hard the last couple of weeks now, just getting back into shape, core strength. I encourage everybody to do the same, keep your immune system strong, especially with continued stress. Cortisol Buster, D3, Vitamin C, great stack that I've been taking for months now. Continue to speak your mind, my friends, and hold true to your convictions. If you believed it now, don't let somebody yelling at you in a restaurant to change your convictions within a few seconds of conflict. I mean that sincerely. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.